Hi everyone, you're listening to Fun with F1, powered by V Sports. I'm your host, Victoria Hernandez, aka Lady V. Today we are going to talk about the Turkish Grand Prix, which was quite an eventful race, and just yet another episode of all that this season is playing out to be. The day was all about Valtteri Bottas. He started P1, he finished P1, and he got fastest lap. Some people are calling it an F1 hat trick. This was his first win in over a year. His last time at the top of the podium was Sochi of 2020. So Valtteri's just racing really confidently. He's really showing Mercedes, you know, why they had him as such a key member of his team. And he's going to bring amazing leadership to Alfa Romeo. It could have been Lewis Hamilton's race. He qualified for pole, but Mercedes decided to give him some new engine parts um, because they just weren't sure about the reliability of what he had been experiencing with the engine. So he had a 10-place grid penalty and started back in 11th. So Lewis had his work cut out for him in this race. It was a gloomy day. Um, There was a sprinkling of rain, so the rules said that the teams did not have to switch to do two different tires as usual um, due to the weather. So this definitely had an outcome on the race, which we will discuss momentarily. Um, Other qualifiers that were notable is Fernando Alonso, the vet, the OG. He had his highest qualifier since 2014, where he started at P5. And Mick Schumacher also had his highest qualifying yet. He started at P14. So it's been exciting to just see these little moments that Mick can celebrate as he's living everything that his father also did. Alonso's excitement was short-lived because he was quickly tapped by Pierre Gasly on the first turn. And that sent him spinning um, and he kind of just fell down the grid quickly. And then later in the race, he tapped Mick. Um, It was kind of just a messy day overall, and, you know, he apologized to Mick. Um, Both Gasly and Alonso each got five-second penalties. But as F1 journalist Matt Gallagher pointed out, it was pretty incredible that every single driver finished this race. On rainy days, there's always, you know, that chance that someone's gonna get in a bad crash and that, you know, something, anything can happen, but everyone finished this safely, and that was a miracle, so we're grateful for that. Um, as Lewis was racing up the grid, there was a cool rookie versus vet moment where Yuki Sonoda really displayed expert defense. He was really fighting off Lewis and, you know, just showing that he's an exciting driver to watch. You know, he's just had his moments. Even on social media, he has a really just fun, authentic personality, and Yuki is someone that I think the fans will continue to be excited to hear from and see him race and just put himself out there. And then we had another moment where Lewis was trying to pass Checo, and Checo showed what a veteran he is. He really fought off Lewis and um, you know, showed why he's now considered a veteran and an expert in this sport. Sergio Perez really helped Max kind of just do his race. Max was in second and stayed in second and just had a really smooth race. There was a little moment where he had some steering trouble, but he finished in second on the podium. Um, Checo finished third, so Red Bull looked really clean in their white livery. It kind of looked futuristic and 
um, just simple and strong. Of course, this weekend was supposed to be the Japanese Grand Prix, but it was canceled due to continued concerns about the coronavirus pandemic. So this livery was a tribute to Honda and all the success that Red Bull has had with their, their engine company. Um, so even though it wasn't in the homeland of Honda, it was still a cool tribute and really a nice gesture and a sporty, fresh look on the track as well. And then another person who kind of defended Lewis and maybe shouldn't have was Nikita Mazepin when Lewis was trying to um, lap him. You know, the the marshals hold out a blue flag to let the driver in front know, you know, to let the driver pass. But Mazepin apparently didn't see that and tried to be a little too racy with the Mercedes seven-time world champion. So it was, you know, thankfully nobody got hurt. You know, um, people on social media are worried that Mazepin's just not really cut out for this. You know, he's probably in this sport because of his father's money that Haas needs. So I don't know. I'd like to believe that each driver is there because they are equipped to be there. But, you know, you have to follow the rules. And when people on social media are all over you, it's kind of a sign sometimes. But anyways, Lewis fought his way up to fifth. We'll go through the tire situation in a minute too. But Carlos Sainz was really amazing. He also started much farther down than Lewis. He started, um, I believe, 19th at the back of the grid because he also had an engine penalty. And Carlos Sainz just really expertly raced his way up the grid. He just showed very skilled control and patience, and he finished in eighth place, and he was driver of the day for the first time. So that was exciting. He was genuinely surprised and, you know, just grateful to the fans for cheering for him. Charles Leclerc finished fourth in this race. He had, he was competitive at the top. Ferrari had a good race today um, compared to McLaren, who really just struggled on this track. So with this tire situation, you know, the teams didn't have to technically switch tires if they didn't need to. Um, so toward the end of the race, it was Lewis Hamilton, Charles Leclerc, and Esteban Ocon who were trying to race out their tires. And it was really a strategy thing. The teams in the garage were looking at all the analytics, seeing how the other teams were doing. And Lewis, you know, really wanted to race it out and see what he could do on his tires. But his team finally convinced him to come in on lap 51. And, you know, he lost a few places. He, you know, Sergio Perez passed him again to land on the podium. And you could tell Lewis was so frustrated. Um, you know, even after he crossed the line, he just didn't say anything when his team said, oh, you're in fifth place, Lewis. He just, it was radio silence. And then Esteban Ocon was the only racer to not change his tires. He finished in 10th place, so he still gets a point. And when Lewis heard that Ocon finished the race without changing tires, he was pretty surprised. And, you know, you could tell he maybe wishes that he stuck it out on his tires. But perspective is 2020, right? So you just never know. You got to trust that you used your instincts and your team's instinct. It's all part of the fun of F1, right? So now, after this race, where we have Botas finishing first, Max Verstappen finishing second, Sergio Perez finishing third, 
Max Verstappen did overtake Lewis for the Drivers' Championship. He has a six-point lead. Mercedes maintains the Constructors' Championship, and it's really still an anything-goes situation this season. And we have an off week this week, so the drivers, you know, will get some rest, some refreshment. We, they do have a long way to travel, as next week is the United States Grand Prix, which is held in Austin, Texas. It's the only Grand Prix in the United States. Until next year, Miami did announce that they are having their race on May 8th, 2022. So definitely excited for that. Um, in the meantime, we will get ready for Austin. We have some really exciting content coming for that. So everybody stay tuned to V Sports. And we will keep you updated on all things sports, music, and culture.